You're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of May 13, 2023. Our local stories this week feature Washington's streetscape plans, Kelowna book ban requests, and homeschool graduation. You can catch all that after the big picture. Governor Kim Reynolds signed a bill into law at Washington County Hospital and Clinics on Wednesday morning. House File 424 reduces the oversight required for physician assistants, something the governor said would retain talent in the state. You know, the legislation addresses a clear need. Uh, when I was talking to the legislators and they were asking me on this through the process, um, they indicated that only 40% of Iowa's PAs that graduate choose to stay and practice in Iowa, often leaving the state for that allows them to a state that allow them greater um, independence and flexibility. And PAs are capable, well-trained medical professionals who should be given every encouragement to serve uh, Iowa communities, and that's what today's bill is all about. WCHC CEO Todd Patterson said it would improve the rural hospital's labor pool. Because of the way the existing law is set up, we don't have any uh, PAs that currently work for us directly. All the PAs that we have here are contracted. So it's not been, uh, uh, we haven't had an ability to, uh, pop, to, to kind of tap into that pool. So much like the critical access hospital designation and the rural health care designation, this PA modernization bill gives us the opportunity to uh, really uh, elevate our ability to recruit high-quality providers, and we're going to be actively working to do that as we go forward. State Senator Don Driscoll was a floor manager for the bill and recommended that the governor sign it in Washington. She said she was proud to see it pass in the home stretch of the legislative session. This, in my opinion, is one of the the bigger bills that we passed this year. And so this has been a very long process and so happy to be able to support. And we're just so happy to, to bring her here and show off what, you know, Washington, the hospital has to offer and how it'll affect our constituents here. That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to toddhahnconstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N construction.com. A long-planned streetscape project in Washington may be delayed in favor of other infrastructure work after a city council work session last week. Councilmember Elaine Moore said other priorities were more pressing than the roughly $10 million project. With the state cutting our funds so dramatically and knowing that we have other things that are more pressing than a streetscape, a streetscape versus a water line or a sewer that is going to fail, Wants and needs. Again, I, I'm great for wants and needs. Do we want a streetscape? You bet. Do we need it? There are other parts of this town that need it. Council member Bethany Glinsman, however, said streetscape was more important than it looked. I, I, as I recall, with the Griner building fire, the fire hydrant did not function for them to pump water up. And mm-hmm. I asked Chief what was going on there. And 
I don't I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think he implied that you know if we replace those lines under that street, mm -hmm. that that would um, which improve the pressure of the hydrants in the in the downtown area. And so I think it's easy to think of the streetscape as just cosmetic, but there is a lot more going on, and that's what's driving up the price tag. Mayor Pro Tem Millie Youngquist suggested breaking the project down into smaller parts. Both she and Glinsman serve on Washington's Great Places Committee, which has also outlined streetscape as a priority item. I agree that $10 million, almost a, you know, unbelievable, but I would like to see us maybe consider taking, you know, doing it, dividing it into pieces. Can't do it all in the same year anyway. And unless we plan for something like this, it'll never happen. After a 5-2 vote, the book Gender Queer by Maya Kobabe will remain on shelves at the Kelowna Public Library. The decision Tuesday night followed about 40 minutes of public comments. Library trustee Kyle Askling said he didn't see enough consensus to classify the book as obscene material. I'd also like to make a comment about, like, this being child pornography. It's sold on Amazon. Amazon is not going to be selling child pornography. We have members in the community do not want to ban this book. You trying to ban a book from somebody else's opinion is a form of censorship. Like, if you don't want it, don't pick it up. Community opinions fell into three schools of thought. Wellman resident Shelby Graber said the book was child pornography since it contained illustrations of sex acts, some of which depict minors. There already is a definition of what child pornography is. This is from the... Uh, United States Department of Justice. It defines any visual depiction of sexually explicit conduct involving a minor, which is under 18 years old, <clears throat> who are showing pictures engaging in oral and anal sex. And would we allow someone to say, I have a, I have a, uh, a series of Playboy magazines and they are for educational or artistic reasons. Are we going to allow books like that? Kelowna-area resident Jerry Redlinger opposed the book's LGBTQ content on more religious grounds. And your decision today is a moral action that is seen by God and will be judged by God, both in this life and the next life. This book is degenerate, it's evil, and it has no positive value. It shouldn't be in the library, it should not have been written. And nobody with any sort of, with half a conscience, views it positively. Others, however, urged the library to keep the book, which is shelved in the adult nonfiction section, but has spent some time in the display case. Library cardholder Kara Lee Smith was one such advocate. She said the book offered representation to a uniquely vulnerable community. If a teenager is experiencing <coughs> doubt about their gender identity or sexuality, gender-affirming support is life-saving. I have some statistics summarized from the Trevor Project. LGBTQ teens are more than four times more likely than peers to attempt suicide. One-third of LGBTQ youth are rejected by their parents, and these individuals are eight times more likely to attempt suicide and experience depression. Literature provides a great way to experience things unfamiliar to us, and gender care would help an unsure or uncomfortable parent or other adult in beginning to understand someone or something new. Members of the Washington School Board narrowly voted Wednesday night against allowing homeschooler participation at commencement. Board members Mindy Reese and Mike Liska voted in favor. Another decision-maker, Sonia Leva, has signaled support for the measure but was absent from the meeting. 
Reese said kids had earned recognition despite having a credit requirement eight hours lower than that for a traditional diploma. I've learned a whole lot about the homeschool system program and, and how the dual enrollment works um, and how they are actually, in fact, a part of our school district. And there's other areas of our school district like the special ed area or the rap center that, you know, are a little differentiated themselves, but they still get to walk at graduation as well. So I kind of think of, of the HSAP kids as another subset of those. Board member Kelly Smith said she found homeschoolers' requests unpersuasive. And then they chose not to do education through us or through the public school, and so I think that the public graduation for the public school didn't apply to him. Board member Eric Turner said he was especially hesitant about changing expectations in the middle of a school year. The other thing I thought of is, it's like we're doing, we're changing a rule in the middle of a game, so if, if we were to make a change, it seems like we should do it for next year rather than in the middle of a school year too. If, if it were to, if the board did agree, I think it would be more appropriate that it, people, people know what they're working towards. That's the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week, right after this. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The Value Meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the Blue Plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Highland High School PE Health and Driver's Ed instructor Jody Fink was recognized by the Iowa Donor Network Monday night. IDN Partner Relations Coordinator Natalie Oaks said the teacher was a strong advocate. Driver's education across the state of Iowa has to have organ tissue and eye donation a part of their curriculum. However, they don't necessarily have someone come from Iowa Donor Network to lead their classes. He just goes above and beyond by not only having me come in person every year for the last seven, eight years to his driver's education, but he also invites me to his health classes, which very few schools do across the state. Fink said he was surprised by the award, but happy to support the cause. I can't use my organs. I can't use, you know, ligaments or things like that after I'm gone, you know, because you could sit there and, and give life or you could give the vision of, you know, the, the gift of sight. There are so many people. And I've had I've had people in my life that, you know, have had a, an organ transplant, whether it be a heart or a kidney or things like that. And, you know, without those without those donors, those people may not be around anymore. Thanks for tuning in. This show is property of the Southeast Iowa Union. If you want to hear your message on air, give us a call at 319-653-2191. We appreciate the support. It tells us we're doing something right, and it gives us money to keep the mics on. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.